Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What is up, everybody? Jake Rowe, Dogs HQ, Rusty Mansell, Dogs HQ. And, uh, you know, listen, this is, uh, this is the day after the war was won, is what it feels <laughs> like a little bit. Uh, George, Rusty, the most clean, crisp, successful, all-up, no-down national signing day I can ever remember. Uh, and and quite a few of them following or covering for the University of Georgia. I tell you, to sum the day up, everybody got turned in early. All the you know NLIs got turned in. Everybody was signed. Georgia released everything, and then you had the number one player in the state that you didn't have publicly the morning of. So you not only have a day like you had, but you also put a. You know, the biggest cherry you can possibly put on top is the number one player in the state of Georgia, uh, flipping KJ Bolden from Florida State to Georgia. So that is really how that day went, man. Like that's you don't see that very often, man. A non-drama, number one ranking industry wide uh, for Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah, and it started about seven forty-five. Yeah, and then by I think it was twelve oh nine, they had all twenty-seven guys signed. Um, just absolutely drinking from a fire hose there. I mean, it, one of the biggest classes we've covered and the and the fastest they've ever announced them. So it was just bananas. Yeah. And then, um, you know, we had to wait for the KJ thing. And Rusty, man, here's the deal. Um, Can we buy me a tripod? Yeah, we, we will get you a tripod, buddy. Thank, that, thank we, will, we, we will get I one. Behaved I, all year, I, I behaved all year. Can I get a tripod? <laughs> if I have I to build you one like a set of old sawhorses, I will I'll I will tri- build you a tripod, a tripod out of some two-by-fours. Oh, uh, no, nah, we'll get you a Manfrotto or something. Okay. Uh, but uh, on top of it all, just a little inside baseball here, dude, that live stream we put up on KJ's announcement – Went up without a hitch, man. Can you believe that? Like that—that that probably surprised me more than anything. Was just those things never work. Like yeah. it, it never goes like you expect it to, and it did. And when we figured it out in twenty minutes, I—I I just didn't think we were all that smart. I didn't think we all had the ability to do something like that. No, I was listening. I was about to about to be straight DefCon three there because it was uh, starting to get crowded, and we couldn't get any signal in the building as normal, and. You know, I'm sitting there holding an iPhone and people are standing beside me and got cameras. Looks like it's, you know, they're zooming in on NASA and I'm like, oh boy, but uh, it's good, man. It worked out. It worked out. So let's talk about this KJ thing um, because mm-hmm. uh, we got called everything under the sun for a little bit there by some folks for suggesting that Georgia had an opportunity to to get in the mix here. When when do you think – and and KJ can say what KJ wants to say, and he said it was yep. he knew for a couple of weeks. But when did you start to get the impression that coming off being committed to Florida State all year long, that Georgia was actually starting to kind of get in the door a little bit here? Well, I was very careful with this one because I know the nature and I know how the kind of the pulse of things. But um, you know, I, I wrote it behind the scenes, and if you haven't read that kind of would push you there, but I'll give you one nugget out of that behind the scenes. Uh, 
December the eighth. I think Kirby in home visit that day or that that morning that night. Uh, I get a text from someone very close to him, and the text just read, and and it was unsolicited, like just you know, like hey, here here, I'm gonna tell you this, and then and the, and the person told me like. KJ's not going to be able to tell Kirby no a second time. And I thought, oh, boy, uh, that visit must have went well. So we, we, we exchanged some text about that visit. And, um, you know, I knew right I knew on December the 8th that that I was going to have to pay attention to this like it was going to get real. I knew there were going to be some twists and turns. And Auburn certainly uh, definitely was in that thing at one point. Uh, but, I, 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 you know, Whatever happened behind the scenes, I'm confident in this, that he could have taken NIL from any one of those three schools and been good and been and been fine. But at the end of the day, um, I've known KJ since he was a freshman, and I know his parents. I know his mom. I know people. I know his grandparents. Uh, they came to the, uh, the own three NIL Elite Series, which was awesome. Uh, at the end of the day, the consistent message – was KJ loves Kirby Smart, and Kirby Smart's a defensive back coach. So I knew that if it got tight with everything, um, I knew that Georgia had a kind of an ace in the hole, and that was Kirby Smart. And uh, I, I think that relationship and KJ, I pulled KJ to the side yesterday after you know he went through a ton of media, and you know I like to get him after they kind of decompress for a second, let him breathe. You know he's got cameras in his face, you know and Pull him aside, said, you all right, man? He goes, yeah, you know, we're talking about it. I said, you know, when did what, – what was the thing? And he said, man, just, you know, just Kirby. I mean, Kirby, he was he was straight. He said he was straight with me. Uh, I think you guys wrote the story. I sent you the audio. And he said, listen, he sent me a paragraph Sunday night, a text. And he said, you do not want – you're going to have to live with this if you don't come here. Like, you know, we you know, we want you. We always wanted you. You know, you're our guy. You're an in-state kid. Um you know, come be great and, and let's do this thing together. And he said it meant the world to him, man. You know, he said it meant the world to him that to have that that paragraph and didn't read it, but it hit home with, with KJ. So I knew for about about two and a half weeks, man, uh, that, that we better pay attention. But I had to be careful with it, Jake, because if you go to the board and say something like that and George don't get them, people are like, they never were in it. Well, they were right. in it. They were in yeah. it. It didn't mean they were going to get it, but Georgia was really in that thing. But they had to be real careful how I worded it because it's just so sensitive. That that one's a, that one was sensitive. Yeah, they don't hand out anything for second place, and yeah. um, that oftentimes you're you know the team you cover is in it, and and they don't get the guy, and then all of a sudden it's kind of like you know it's like a coping mechanism. You kind of get to yeah. a point where it's like, well, no, no, never had a chance. Well. Georgia definitely had a chance. And, I mean, listen, it's, it's a whole body of work. It, you know, our, our friend Matt Godwin, right, yep. told me yep. the yep. day after KJ committed to Florida State, he said, I still think Georgia's going to get him. Yeah, um, I wrote, you know, yeah, I wrote the next day. Yeah, that, 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 that one's not going to be over. They may not yeah. get him. But, yeah, Matt understands it as well. Let me, can let me mention one thing. I won't cut you off because I see Eddie. No, Mac- go ahead. Eddie Mackworth brings up a question here. A lot of people on social media yesterday. Listen, the Dylan Raola thing. I can tell you this, that K.J. Bolden and Dylan Raola are boys, okay? And, and I didn't know how close they were, but yesterday, the interaction between those two, they made sure they took a bunch of pictures together. They're cutting up together. You know, they're 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 over there, you know, they're being high school kids. So, so th- those things with, uh, you know, 
I don't know who, what, when, or where started that, you know, he wouldn't have went without Dylan Raiola. You know, that had, that to me had nothing to do with, with his decision. And uh, he's really tight with Edric Houston. Well, Edric Houston was never going to Georgia. So, you know, I, I don't know the narrative there, but, but you can squash that. I mean, I watched the two families and I watched those two young men and, and they were both happy for each other and they made their decisions and went on. So, I don't want to get into people starting to bash, you know, another kid saying this or that, that there was no animosity between those two kids. I can assure you, I stood there yesterday and watched them take 20 pictures together and hang out and, and interact. So there was no, you know, I, I sense nothing on that subject. Well, Eddie also brings up the idea that maybe it freed up some NIL money. And listen, we're not going to get into that part either. We're talking about the folks money and maybe it did, maybe it didn't. I Listen, from what we know about Georgia, um, you know, Georgia isn't trying to, nor is it committed to trying to win these big NIL battles. At the end of the yeah. day, um, places like Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State are the ones you hear of the most often. Um, yeah. I'm sure they're putting together pretty sorry, packages. Eddie, sorry, I read your, I read your, I, I'm going to reply to Eddie too. I'm sorry about that. I got the question. They have nothing to understand, but I got a bunch of texts last night and I read that too quick, yeah. but there was no, there was no animosity between those yeah. two kids. But, you know, when it comes to that whole NIL thing, I mean, it's uh, – Georgia doesn't have to and it shouldn't. The sustainability part of it's there, and, and Georgia's yeah. not going into the going into these battles saying, listen, we got to come up with a lot of money and win this bid more. It's just yeah. not the way, you know, we hear that, that that Georgia handles it. And that's not – listen, right or wrong, um, you know, we got a lot of folks that seem to think Georgia should should win all those because it can. But um, they don't you know, have the, the money to day, win all of them. They don't have the money to win all of them. Right, yeah. They're competitive. Exactly. They're, they're very Well, really, nobody's got the money to win all no. of them or everybody would have all the kids. That's right. You, know That's right. I mean? you have to so. make decisions. You have to make decisions of what neighborhood you can afford to live yeah. in. They are competitive in the NIL market, but I think people think, well, let's just keep throwing it at money until we get it. And that's not how Kirby's that, – that's not how it's going to happen in Athens. They're not going to – out. they're not going to win bidding wars. And that's why I told you – on Dogs HQ, and Jake Rose said the same thing. Very confident that Walter Nolan was not going to end up at Georgia or Georgia was not seriously in that thing because that, that one's going somewhere else. And lo and behold, Oregon and Ole Miss. So less than 24 hours. Yeah. We'll said it. So, we'll you know, I mean, it's, it's, you know, that's, that's just the way it is. And, you know, one, another thing where I want to look at this KJ Bolden thing, Rusty, is um, so. We're not knee-jerk over at Dogs HQ. That's one thing. We're not going to just fly off the handle about things. And there was this narrative when KJ committed to Florida State that Georgia just couldn't get elite safeties. You know, like it just couldn't. It's yeah. amazing how one guy kind of changes that because now you look back at the last three classes and it's Malachi Starks, it's Jonel Aguero, and it's KJ Bolden. They missed on Caleb Downs, okay? Like that's – They, they tried. They, they went hard after him, but they've yeah. got three out of their four most elite safety prospects in the last three classes. And I'll tell you what, man, one thing I love about KJ, and I've said this over and over and over again, he's not going to play corner at Georgia, but if they wanted him to, he'd, he could play it. And I think oh, he yeah. can play, oh, yeah. it, I think he can oh, play yeah. it well. He may play star. He may play safety at Georgia. But yeah. I'm telling you, man, I, I have not encountered – I think as he's more in that Malachi Starks mold than he is the Caleb Downs mold. Whereas Caleb Downs is an elite, elite safety prospect. Yeah. I think those two may be a little bit more spread thin in terms of what they can do. Um, but ultimately, man, I mean, two out of the last three classes getting the top safety in the state of Georgia, um, you know, filling in for with Jonel Aguero, who they would have taken with Caleb Downs if they could have gotten him. Um, and then you add in Ellis Robinson, you add in, 
um, the experience pieces Georgia has in the second round. DeMello Jones, who we talked about him this morning. I don't know if I could name five better players in Georgia, much less ten, and he is a big-time prospect too. I mean, I, I really like what Georgia's doing in defensive backfield. And then Andre Evans, you're sitting there like, what, is it going to shock you if a couple years from now he's a stud? Not at all. So, I mean, they they continue to recruit that back half extremely well. Raw athlete. You know, I talked with uh, some people in Nashville yesterday because I was talking about London Humphreys. And, uh, by the way, London Humphreys, people just rave about, like, super freaky athlete. Uh, Andre Evans, I, I know Georgia took him kind of a, as a, you know, he has the measurables. And, you know, what can you make out of him? So, uh, you know, those are the type, you know, they did the same thing with a guy named Eric Stokes, who, by the way, had very little defensive back uh, experience, very little. Uh, he was a running back in high school, and uh, Georgia took Eric Stokes three years into a first-round draft pick. So, see what happens there. Uh, but but you look at uh, you look at the defensive backs, I, I just I feel like when you got Kirby Smart, you got Will Muschamp, and, and, and as long as you got those two with their backgrounds, their resumes and who they have recruited feel pretty good about the defensive backs. Let's get to let's close up our talk about national sign day before we kind of preview what's next. Um, pick a guy for me in this class, any guy that has kind of been on your mind throughout the process. You like him, maybe you like him more than anybody else. Maybe he's just a really good kid. Maybe you just you know you think he has the biggest upside. Just one guy that's kind of stood out to you throughout this process. Uh, if, for this signing class, because God knows there's a lot to choose from. Twenty-eight guys. Um, I, I, yeah, dude, I could, you could, you could really. This is. It's hard this, to put a finger on on one guy. I'll say, so I'll many. say, I'll say this because how, how he has handled this in this day and age, and how rare it is. Now, what's his ceiling at Georgia? I don't know. Uh, we'll find out. But I know this: that coming into college. His mindset, his skill set, and how he is wired right now, he's going to be successful. And that's Ryan Puglisi. Because if Ryan Puglisi would have decommitted from Georgia, and let's just say December the 1st, let's just say he did it December the 1st, there is no telling how wild it would have got for him and the money value it would have got for him. Because someone like that, Another year, another senior year, another year tape, and people seeing him, uh, that thing would have gotten – it would have got wild. But he never let it get there. He never wavered. He told Ohio State, do not call me again respectfully. He said, look, I'm done, guys. I'm going to Georgia. That was back in uh, the end of May. And, uh, you know, for, for what he is and how he's wired, I'm telling you, man, this kid – this kid's an alpha. You know, he's going to—he's not going to be asked to play right now, which is, you know, gives him time to develop, gives him time to get his feet wet in the SEC. Uh, but I'm telling you, though, the intangibles of him walking into Athens, those are the types that are working out. Yeah, for sure. I'm going with a little bit of my my uh, below-the-fall line bias here. Nasir Johnson is a guy that I – I mean, I, I love him. Yeah. I think his senior, his senior film – is really good. Um, Rusty, I feel like he's one of those guys that that is probably kind of just starting to hit the upslope on what he can be. Oh, and, yeah. you know, when you when you look at a guy like that, I mean, I feel like he's, a, he's one of those guys, if he comes in and he works like they're going to want him to work 
And if he yeah. does what he's coached to do, I, I think he's a potential All-American down the road. I think he's a potential high draft pick, first-round pick, um, kind of maybe a little bit of a bigger version of, of Devontae Wyatt in some ways, like a bigger mm-hmm. frame. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, I, the sooner the better for Georgia, obviously, because they, they want those big dudes on the offensive line. And I think he's a guy that's both – raw and talented but also developmental and and you know yeah. can get it be as good as he wants to be let's look at what's next talking about the defensive line and um got i had a piece up this morning over at dogs hq about um you know kind of what's next for georgia in the transfer portal um not gonna get into any specific names but sounds like they're bound for some good news here in the near future yeah i think you're gonna get, i think you're gonna get a defensive line uh some news pretty soon and uh you added that in uh i'm making some notes right now uh that should be up here in the next 30, 45 minutes on, on what I think is about to happen in the portal. And uh, I'll say this one, one really interesting note, one interesting yeah, note. And I'd this say one, so. yeah, this one's pretty interesting. And I've seen this play out before. So, you know, I'm sitting here last night and I get hit with that from a source. I'm like, wait a minute, well, that would make sense uh, based off what I heard the first part of that. So uh, we'll see, but you know, George's, George's, George is going to be involved in the portal. Here's what I can tell you. George is not bringing in anybody in a portal that they don't think can help them right now. Like it right. doesn't mean you have to start, but you're going to be playing. Uh, so, so Georgia, uh, they have to, uh, Georgia has to, uh, you know, close some things down. I think you're going to get some answers on portal uh, pretty soon. I think for the weeks out, you're going to have two, maybe three answers uh, from portal guys and pretty interesting note. I'm going to put up this morning. Um, that I don't think you've seen anywhere yet, so we'll see. And, listen, it's just really getting started. I mean, oh, it's yeah. hard to believe that after yesterday morning. Um, after, I mean, I thought – I really thought we were going to have to – I really thought we were going to have to institutionalize Jay Groose for about 20 minutes there yesterday morning. He was – he was he was having a time. Um, him and Jeremy Johnson both because they, they went in, they wrote individual stories on every signee. But yeah. what 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 you don't understand, guys, is you got to go in, you got to optimize those stories for publishing at the last second, do every little thing, update timestamps and all that. And when you're trying to finish one and they drop two more before you can do that, and we're trying to distribute them out to socials and everything like that, it was all four men could possibly handle. That's how fast they were coming in. I, I hit Bernard, um, uh, Justin Williams' dad up last night, and he said, man, what a day. And I hit him up, and I said, and I just hit him with a gif of a man just getting sprayed with a fire hose. And he just started laughing. I said, "Dude, it was machine gun." Um, but uh, listen, man, an incredible signing day for Georgia. Twenty-eight prospects locked up the number one class. Got KJ Bolden, and uh, it, like I said, we're just getting started. We'll be back with you Sunday night uh, with the Georgia show, our only PM show, Bark After Dark on Monday, and then two shows next. Uh, actually, actually, there will be no Bark After. It's, I think Monday's Christmas, actually. Yeah, we so, yeah, we won't be back on Monday or Sunday. Yeah. No. Yeah, we'll, we'll be back with you after Christmas live from Miami, me and Palmer, because um, we'll be down that way. So, uh, yeah, I forgot about that. So, next up's the Orange Bowl and Transfer Portal. So, get ready for it, folks, and uh, we'll check it with you later on. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.